This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We've got some freezing fog in the area, 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday, the 20th of December, 2021. Rich Mulders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. So when you've got these below freezing temperatures and fog, you've got the potential for icy road conditions and black ice. Shouldn't last too long, though. By 8 o'clock, a little after, as the temperatures start to warm up, we should be out of any danger of that freezing fog. We'll have clouds throughout the day today and a high of 45. Partly cloudy overnight, our low 31. Sunshine Tuesday with a high of 54. We'll stay in the mid-50s with sunshine on Wednesday. Then it'll warm up as we get to the Christmas weekend. 62 on Thursday, 72 on Friday, Christmas Eve. And Saturday, Christmas Day, mostly sunny skies and a high of 70. Currently some freezing fog, 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. And let's take a moment to congratulate our employee of the day, Kelly Owens with the Conway County Circuit Clerk's Office. Turning to obituary announcements this morning, Johnny Bruce Blankenship died on Monday, December 13th. He was a veteran, worked for Green Bay Packaging for 38 years, and is survived by his wife, Jane, and the six children and spouses they share, Carl and Brandy Howell, Summer Blankenship, Sean and Britton Corbett, John and Jody Workman, Joseph Shelburne, and David and Jennifer James, as well as 17 grandchildren and five great-grandchildren. A celebration of life for Johnny Bruce Blankenship will be held at a later date with arrangements by Rosewood Cremation of Moralton. Martin Walters Clark, age 88, of Plummerville, died Tuesday, December 14th, Funeral service will be held this morning at 10 at the Harris Chapel with Brother Jay Crow officiating. Burial will be at St. Mary's Cemetery in Rosebud. The family will receive friends one hour prior to funeral time. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Anna Marie Frieldenhoven, age 78, of Moralton, died Thursday, December 16th. She was a 1961 graduate of Sacred Heart School and attended Siena College. She was a member of Sacred Heart Catholic Church the Altar Society and Choir. She was a structural estimator at AFCO Steel, an accountant at Ream Builder Supply, and worked in sales at Frieldenhoven Winery until retirement. She is survived by her siblings, Robert Frieldenhoven of Oklahoma, Raymond Frieldenhoven of Moralton, Carol Watson of Russellville, Barbara Mallet of Moralton, Martha Womack of Florida, Geraldyn Beck of St. Vincent, Chris Frieldenhoven of Georgia, Philip Frieldenhoven of Knoxville, and Brian Frieldenhoven of Moralton, and multiple nieces, nephews, great and great-great nieces and nephews. Funeral Mass for Anna Marie Frieldenhoven will be Tuesday, December 21st at 10 a.m. at Sacred Heart Catholic Church with burial following at Holy Family Mission. Rosary will be tonight from 6 until 6.30 at Harris Funeral Home with visitation following. In lieu of flowers, memorial contributions may be made to Sacred Heart Church Sacred Heart School, or to the Holy Family Mission. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Joyce Ann Rainey, age 68, of Menifee, died Tuesday, December 14th. She is survived by her niece, Kimberly Lawson. Visitation will be today, 4 to 6 p.m., at Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Home Chapel in Moralton. Funeral service will be held at Vance Wilson and Jarrett Tuesday, December 21st at 1 p.m. Rosanna Lynn Waters, age 39, of Moralton, died Tuesday, December 14th. Funeral Mass will be held this morning at 10 at Sacred Heart Catholic Church with Father Jack Harris officiating. 
Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. 7.35, we have some freezing fog and 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. We'll warm up to 45 today with mostly cloudy skies. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737. We have some freezing fog. 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. The Winthrop Rockefeller Institute is proud to announce that Barry and Phyllis McEwen of Moralton have made a gift in honor of Barry's brother, Bob McEwen, who joined the Institute's board of directors in August of 2021. The McEwen family has a long history with not only the Institute, but with the organizations and cattle ranch that previously existed where the Institute's campus is located today atop Pettyjean Mountain. After Governor Rockefeller passed away in 1973, his estate took over Winrock Farms and hired Barry McEwen as its first chief financial officer. Barry would go on to work with Winrock Farms and with Winthrop Paul, Winthrop's son and former lieutenant governor of Arkansas. Originally from Moralton and currently residing in Little Rock, Bob McEwen was employed by Winrock Farms for two summers while attending the University of Arkansas on a Winthrop Rockefeller scholarship. The McEwen's gift made using appreciated stock will go specifically to program development, which will increase the number of programs the Institute can convene to tackle issues important to our Kansans and our region. Barry McEwen served as an Institute board member from 2005 to 2020 and has remained a strong advocate for the organization since his board retirement. Both Barry and Phyllis have been extremely supportive of programs and program development throughout their involvement with the Institute, with a special heart for programming that increases social and economic opportunity in rural communities. Arkansas has reported its first case of the Omicron variant of the coronavirus. The Arkansas Department of Health reported the case Friday but did not disclose information about the person's location, age, or gender. Governor Asa Hutchinson said the variant's detection in Arkansas was expected, and he expected more cases soon. State Health Secretary Dr. Jose Romero said that is a compelling reason for state residents to get a vaccine booster shot. We know that those cases are breaking through in vaccines, so we want everybody to be fully immunized and get their boosters as appropriate for all individuals that are appropriate age to this. They should receive it. Uh, In particular, we're worried about the 65 and over, which have the greatest uh, risk of adverse outcome. We know that the vaccines are effective. They wane over time, and we need to boost or re-immunize at intervals. The state reported more than 1,100 new cases on Friday, more than 800 Saturday, and just over 400 cases on Sunday. Locally, 10 new cases have been reported since Friday in Conway County and just one in Perry County. The number of active cases in Conway County has declined by three in that time. The number of active cases in Perry County has also dropped by three since Friday, but the county did record its 24th death related to COVID-19. There have still been 48 deaths in Conway County. Meanwhile, a federal appeals court panel has ruled that President Joe Biden's vaccine mandate 
for larger private employers can take effect. Friday's two-to-one ruling from a panel of judges on the 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals reverses a lower court ruling that had paused the requirement. Republican-led states and conservative groups are challenging the rule, which would apply to companies with at least 100 employees and affect some 84 million workers across the U.S. They have vowed to appeal Friday's ruling to the U.S. Supreme Court. The mandate was originally scheduled to take effect January the 4th. The Conway County Extension Service has scheduled a private pesticide applicator training session for Tuesday, January 11th. Shannon Autry with the Extension Service explains the program will be held in the Workforce Training Center of the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton beginning at 6 p.m. And this one is in person. A lot um, over the last couple years have been online only and that kind of thing. But this is in person. Again, January 11th at 6 p.m. There is a $20 registration fee that you will pay at the door. So if you just head over to the Workforce Training Center, they will let you in, give you the stuff you need, and you can learn all about applying pesticides. The $20 registration fee does not include the license fee payable to the state plant board. In order to purchase a restricted-use pesticide, private applicators must have a permit from the Arkansas State Plant Board. To obtain this permit, the applicator or producer must undergo a training session once every five years. Once the producer has attended the training session, he or she will be certified and can then obtain the permit or license from the plant board. These trainings are for individuals who use restricted-use pesticides to produce agricultural commodities on property owned or rented by them or their employer. Restricted-use pesticides are not labeled for home gardens. Therefore, a pesticide license is not required nor available for home gardeners. Any producer who has never had a permit and wishes to obtain one needs to attend. For more information, you're asked to call the Extension Service at 501-977-2146. Governor Asa Hutchinson announced Friday he is committing $4.2 million in funding to a pilot workforce development program that will be overseen by a unit of Arkansas Tech University. One aspect of the pilot program will allow the Arkansas Tech Institute, a non-formula entity of ATU, to build a career coaching model that will benefit high school students, underemployed workers, and employers in the Arkansas River Valley. An additional utilization of the funding will allow the Arkansas Tech Institute and the Society for Human Resource Management to partner on an initiative to develop and implement an employment ecosystem in the Arkansas River Valley that supports career opportunities for individuals who were previously incarcerated. The effort will align with the Arkansas Department of Education Ready for Life program, which was introduced by Hutchinson in January of 2021 as a means to support Arkansans who want to improve their skills or change careers, as well as gather career and employment data from business and industry, agriculture, business, computer science, emergency management, engineering, healthcare, and technical programs are among the disciplines that could be included in the programming provided by Arkansas Tech Institute. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you now. The Conway County Quorum Court's Budget Committee will meet at 5 o'clock tonight at the courthouse in Moralton to discuss the 2022 budget. The Moralton Knights of Columbus will play bingo games tonight, with doors opening at 6 and games beginning at 7. There will be no games December 27th or January 3rd due to the holidays. The CHI St. Vincent Moralton Auxiliary is holding a drawing for a Christmas gift basket Tuesday. Tickets are a dollar each 
or six for five dollars. Those can be purchased from any auxiliary member or from the hospital's front desk or gift shop. First Baptist Church of Russellville will present The Living Nativity, a live portrayal of the true meaning of Christmas, Tuesday through Thursday, 7 until 8.30 each night on the lawn of First Security Bank on West Main in Russellville. A special church service will be held Wednesday night at 6.30. And the Nemo Vista Student Council is holding a shoe drive to benefit people in impoverished nations. Shoes can be dropped off at Rabbit Ridge Farms in Bee Branch, the shoe company in Moralton, Ozark Medical Clinic in Center Ridge, and Tangled Salon in Austin. They're wrapping this up on the 23rd. Well, if you're just tuning in or if you're wondering how you can time shift your listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, we invite you to sign up for our free podcast. Search for KVOM on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart, or SoundCloud. You can find it on our website or our free mobile app and listen when it's convenient to you. KVOM's weekday morning News Watch podcast is now streaming and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 745, we have some freezing fog, 28 degrees at the KVOM studios. Eric Tyler joins us next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. In sports, junior Sam Reynolds scored 32 points, and one of you senior boys basketball team rolled to a 77-46 victory over Brinkley in a non-conference game on the road last night. Senior Caleb Squires added 24 points for the Daredevils to improve their record to 18-0. In senior girls' action, senior Jalen Scroggins scored 19 points, and junior Abby Baker had 14 to lead one of you to a 42-31 win over the Lady Tigers. Lady Daredevils improved their record to 15-3 and with that win. One of you plays senior high games at home against Bradford tonight starting at 5.30. Sacred Heart plays non-conference games at Pottsville tonight. They've got junior girls and boys and senior girls and boys games scheduled. The first one starting at 4 p.m. And we'll have the broadcast of the two senior high games for you live on KVOM FM 101.7, online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app starting around 6 o'clock. It's homecoming tonight in Cinerig as Nemo Vista plays host to Mount Vernon Enola for 1A4 conference games. The homecoming ceremony starts at 4.30 p.m. with games to follow at 5 o'clock. Junior boys, senior girls, and senior boys teams will all be in action. Marlton's senior girls seek their 10th consecutive win on Saturday when the Lady Devil Dogs play host to Huntsville for a non-conference game at Devil Dog Arena. They'll have a university game at 2 p.m. followed by the varsity game. Former Sacred Heart standout Mackenzie Greason scored five points for the University of the Ozarks women's team, but the Lady Eagles lost to Hardin-Simmons 71-47 on Thursday. The University of Central Arkansas women's team beat Central Baptist College 70-32 on Thursday. The Sugar Bears will take on Arkansas at Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock on Saturday at 1 p.m., and we plan to have the broadcast of that game live on our sister station, 92.7 Jack FM. The Arkansas men's team looks to bounce back from its first loss of the season when the 24th-ranked Razorbacks take on Hofstra inside Simmons Bank Arena on Saturday at 7 p.m. That game will air live on our sister station, 99.3 The Eagle. 
The UCA men play at Missouri State on Saturday. Tip-off scheduled for 7 p.m. And that game will air live on 92.7 Jack FM. 7.50 now as we take a look at weather on a very wet Friday morning. Current conditions in Moralton. Humidity is at 100% with north winds at 6 miles per hour. Bear market pressure 30.07. Our low temperature this morning is 47 degrees. High yesterday, 78. A year ago today, the low is 25, the high of 52. And check the rain gauge at about 7.30, and we had received 1.34 inches already at the KVOM studios. We've added to that as we've and just a very short break, and it rain picked up pretty good again uh, just a few minutes ago. So it's coming down right now at the KVM Studios once again. That rainfall this morning brings our total for the year to 44.29 inches. Sunset this evening is 5.01, sunrise tomorrow morning at 7.14. And we do have a chance of rain today, mostly mainly this morning, about 40% chance for the afternoon. With a high near 66 degrees, and then rain will pick up later tonight. We'll have a 50% chance for the evening of some thunderstorms and heavy rainfall expected. Another 1 to 2 inches possible tonight with a low around 51. And then decreasing chances on Saturday. A 70% chance for the morning, but 30% chance uh, through the afternoon. Falling temperatures tomorrow. A high of 57 will come in the morning and then be in the uh, 40s, uh, upper 40s probably most of the day. Then for Saturday night, partly cloudy skies, low down to 29 and high only around 47 with sunshine returning on Sunday. And then we'll the upper 40s, mid-50s for the first part of next week. Right now we do have the rain coming pretty good here at the KVOM studios and 50 degrees in Moralton, 752 now. And News continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.